take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Be sure to check us out online on our Facebook page and Instagram at Couples Synergy or our website, couplesynergy.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couples Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for nearly 20 years. Everyone says you should work on a relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of with the partner they fell in love with. Uh, on today's episode, we'll be talking about the topic of a regression. But before we get into that, we just wanted to read off a review that we received on Apple Podcasts. Oh, fun. And um, this is a review by Michelle. And she wrote, a podcast to allow you to always learn and grow. Jean and Dr. Ray give such good insight on so many things. They have changed my perspective and truly changed our marriage for the better. Marriage takes continuous work, and this podcast showcases ways to reach new levels with your partner. We are ever so thankful for Dr. Ray and Jean, as they have been integral in us understanding ourselves better, better understanding our relationship, and creating a stronger, closer bond between my husband and I. Highly recommend. Thank Fabulous. you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Michelle. That was really and awesome. They're a couple to couple couple. A couple so to couple we've couple. With them. Yeah, and that's we hear that a lot that you know what we're teaching people doesn't just help them feel better today. It completely overhauls their lives. And you know, if you have that thought in your head that you want more out of your relationship, check out our website and you know, contact us and we'll see if we can help you. We have lots of different levels of the ways we work with people. So, so um, we, we do do personal coaching with mm-hmm, couples right? and that's, that program's called couple to couple. And then we also have weekend intensives, right? And, uh, that is offered, you know, all over the country. Um, the next one that's coming up is on April 15th in Lakeside, in, Michigan, at Lakeside, Michigan. And, uh, we're really looking forward to that. And then we also have a free online community that you can join, and that's called Connections. And on Connections, you can, you know, be privy to a lot of the different webinars that we do, a lot of classes that we also offer as well, and also a lot of the resources that we have. Yeah, Connections is a way that you can more personally interact with us. You can ask us questions. Um, You have access to a library of lots of public speaking that we've done or articles we've written. And every Tuesday night, you can join us for a teaching and a meditation every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. So how do they get connected to Connections? Well, you just go to couplesynergy.com and just on the main navigation, it will say Connections. And you just click on that and it will be able to pull you right into the community and you just register for it and you'll be in. And we'd love to see you there. We also have a Facebook group that is for people that are in connections. That's and through our Couple Synergy page. Mm-hmm. It's called Couple Synergy Community Connections Community. So just uh, go ahead and join that as well. 
We'd love to see you there. Okay, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about regression. And, you know, I think we're going to talk about this because the other day we went out with a friend of mine that I had known since first grade. Right. And, you know, there's everyone knows my professional side, but not many people really know my grade school side. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's really amazing to kind of spend time with a friend that you've known since you were a child because all of a sudden you start regressing back to, you know, the jokes that you made when you were a kid and you start just like kind of going backwards in time and reminiscing about it, but then also like acting in the same way like you were when you were a child. Yeah, teasing each other. And yeah, I just, I noticed that about myself. It was really funny. It was, and, you know, it, it really brought up this concept of regression because, you know, I think it, it is important in relationships. You know, a lot of times we will see, and in the past we have seen couples where, you know, maybe they have broken up and then, you know, years go by and then they want to rekindle their relationship again. And it's amazing how much they regress back to the same patterns that they had in their relationship, you know, even though years have gone by. You know, I've noticed that with your friends, you have a handful of friends from grade school and we see them very occasionally. Yeah, very seldomly. once a year to once every couple years. And so I think that maintains that connection you guys had way back then is so much stronger than what you have today. And you have another friend that we hang out with quite a bit from high school, from high school. Right. And because we see him more often, that relationship has progressed to the current times. Like it's caught up. Right. Right. And so when we go out with him, we're not talking about you guys being in high school anymore. Yeah. We're talking more about, you know, our, our lives today. And that's an important thing because a lot of times when couples come in, when they're in a bad place, they always say, I just want to go back to the way it used to be. Yes. We hear that all Mm -hmm. the time. Like when we were dating, we want to go back to that. Yeah, And you know, we see the same thing with siblings, right? The last time you lived in the same house with your sibling, when you get back together, especially if the entire family gets back together, there's some serious regression going on. And a lot of times the people that we grew up with, they don't really know us as adults. And I would say the same thing in your relationship, who you were in the beginning is very different from who you are today. You know, in the beginning of a relationship, all your stories are fresh and new. And you love listening to your partner and hearing all the stuff about their life and getting to know them. You also don't have any history. You don't have much investment or you don't have much risk. Right, the risk is very low. Mm-hmm. Like when you first meet your your soon to be spouse, you know, you are talking about anything. You can have differing opinions on topics and it is okay because you know that risk of being rejected and abandoned is not there, you know, in the beginning of a relationship. And so it's very easy. Right? It's fun, it's exciting. And if you go back to our very first episode where we talk about what are three things you can do to change a relationship right now, The first thing is have new experiences, something new and something thrilling. And what is dating if it isn't new and thrilling? Right. And so those times are easy, but you don't have a lot of depth. You don't have a lot of investment. You don't have time. And so all those shared experiences actually chip away at something else 
as you're forming a relationship. So the newness goes away, but habits start to form. And then when you're overwhelmed, bad habits start to form. Not spending time together, putting the kids too much first and not your relationship, working too much, all of the kind of busyness of life. And so in the beginning, we practice good relationship skills, right? We call our partner, we listen to them, we spend time with them, we put other things on hold, and then it kind of reverses as a relationship goes on. And that's why people feel unhappy in relationships. And they get stunted. They kind of get stunted at that stage and they don't develop. And, you know, they kind of get into this same habit, you know, bad habits of communicating. And so when or you not are communicating. or not communicating, mm-hmm. right. And, and so, you know, trust us when we say you do not want to go back no. to the beginning of your relationship. You are, you are very different people now. And so the, the goal really is to evolve. You know what it's like? It's like, do you want to go back to the apartment you lived in when you first moved out? Yeah. Or do you want to live in a really nice single family home with, you know, much more space? And that's the thing that people don't know how to do. And that's why we've created The weekend. Because once people get stuck in that, they really need to change it up. And that's why it's an intense weekend, not just a weekend intensive, but an intense weekend where you will really simmer your relationship, infusing it with a lot of time, new experiences. And that's why you can rejuvenate things and learn something new and do something different. But it's an upgrade. It's not a regression back. Right, right. And you don't have to wait until your relationship is falling apart in order to work on it. In fact, it is something that you have to work on consistently. When we're talking about, you know, regression, you know, and being stunted, it, couples, they get stuck and they don't work on their relationship. And then then they just completely regress and they stay stuck in the same pattern over and over and over again. You have to evolve. You have to make changes. You have to, you know, kind of move day by day together And so that you can completely understand each other. And if you are a woman in a relationship, you're about 90% more likely to notice that the relationship has become stagnant or is starting to deteriorate. Like there's not as much joy and happiness. And there's a difference in the way our brains work. There Mm -hmm. are, there are men who also notice. Right. But but a lot of times, most often men kind of like to, to keep the status quo. Right. They don't see it so much and they don't feel the pain of it until like she gets really in a bad place and she's like, I think I'm done if you're not working on this with me. Right. Right. And so don't let your relationship get to that place. You know, find a way to at least say to your partner, hey, we could be doing better. And we deserve to do better and our kids deserve us to do better as well. And that's what life's about. And that's, you know, the whole passion of what we do with Couple Synergy. And so when you, when you talk about regression, regression happens in the same way like it happens in your body, right? If you work out a lot and then you stop. You regress back. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your muscles entropy, but so does your desire to work out and your desire to eat well. Like it all kind of feeds on itself. So when you're focused and you're committed to working out and eating right, it feeds on itself. But once you stop, it kind of all unravels. A relationship is no different because a relationship is a living thing as well. You want to think about regression as a path back to what the body and mind emotions know. 
And if you've been practicing the same kind of communication skills with your partner or lack thereof, that becomes the norm. And when you try to make any change happen in your life, it is not a pleasant process at all. You know, you're talking about working out. Well, if you were sitting on a couch for months and years and you haven't done anything and then you decide you want to change that about yourself, you want to go and work out, well, that is not a pleasant process. It is painful. And your body is going to rebel. Likewise, if you are going to try to change your eating habits and you were eating unhealthy for many, many years, now you decide you want to eat healthy, well, your body is also going to rebel against that because it is a change that's not used to. I would also add the payoff is instant. The first time you work out, it hurts, but you instantly start producing endorphins and you feel accomplished and you feel proud of yourself and it leads you to continue on that path. And the same thing is true in a relationship. When you start dealing with conflict and confronting the issues that you have as a couple together, those aren't fun words. But once you do it, there's an instant payoff because the heaviness of not doing it, of perseverating about it or losing trust in your partner or losing connection in your partner is very that's very heavy energy. And as soon as you try and you start to infuse some energy, or even if you start to say to your partner, hey, I really want more, or even worse, hey, we're in a bad place. We really need to take a look at this because we are not doing well. And you know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably why you're listening to it. And our brain, it likes the easiest way possible, right? The path of least resistance. That's why we fall back on our habits. And if our habits, which are the path of least resistance, are the softer, easier way, that's going to lead to things falling apart. But if you take one step in the other direction, it really does feel really good really fast. Don't be surprised that if you do take that one step in a different direction and you feel that payoff, that the feeling of wanting to regress is going to follow that. Too often, we will meet with couples, we will make some major breakthroughs in their relationship, and then after they leave, having met with us, they regress back to this more kind of defensive and protective place in their relationship because they were very vulnerable, right? They opened themselves up to each other, and you know, if they haven't done that in a long time, it's very scary. And so that natural tendency to want to regress back to a more protective, you know, space is, is going to be there. Yeah, and the, the main reason all that stuff sort of breaks down is really an individual person not really trusting themselves. And so I think when they're, when they're in the presence of the session that we're doing with them and we're guiding them through the process, they're much more brave. You know, they're, they feel much more supported and much more brave. And then once they get out of it, Maybe they don't trust that feeling of, should I really say this out loud? And we would say, absolutely. No mm -hmm. matter what you say out loud, you can tend to. Right. It's we say this, lean into it. Yep. It's right. the stuff we're, we're not talking about that's going to cause a bigger problem. Yeah. That leaning into it is, is going to be very key, you know, especially when you're trying to make a breakthrough or make change happen in yourself and in your relationship. It's, Again, it's not going to be a pleasurable process. It is going to feel awkward, too, because it's something you're not used to. But pushing through it 
is the only way to get out on the other side. And there's some really good ways to say stuff like that, right? So if I'm having an issue, what the first thing my brain's going to do is blame my partner, right? That's how we work. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not happy about something, I'm going to say you, why aren't you doing this different? Because if you were doing that different, I'd feel better, which is never true right? ever. It, it seems it should be, but it's not. And so if you take a step back and you just own your own feelings and you say, you know what? I'm not feeling so good right now. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's you. I don't know what it is, but I'm not happy. And here's some things that are in my head that are bothering me. And I would really like to figure that out. And I'd like to figure it out with you. And that stops that defensiveness process from happening. And it joins you with your partner in working as a team to work through something. Because really good chance your partner's feeling the same thing. Yeah, I would say you don't even have to know why you feel the way that you do. You know, you might just be feeling something. And maybe that you're in a bad mood that day, or it might be because, you know, you ate something and doesn't make you feel good, but you have to acknowledge that and you've got to share that. And that's the difference between process and solution. It's like in the process, you want to express what it is that you feel in that moment with your partner. I don't know why I feel really pissed off right now, or I don't know why I feel really hurt right now. And I don't know if it's what you said or what you did or what's going on with me right now, but that's what I'm feeling, right? And in that way, it kind of allows you and your partner to explore it and and really try to figure out where it's coming from. You may not understand it in that moment. Maybe it's going to come to you, you know, a week later, but you're at least not keeping that to yourself. Yeah, because that's the way our brain works. We're going to have an emotion about something before we're going to have a thought about it. And so when you start trusting that emotion, whatever it is, it doesn't mean you need to act on it or do anything with it. But when you start talking it out and trying to process that, what you're really doing is you are tending to something that's really subtle. So one thing that we do that I notice a really subtle thing when we don't do it, we have really good habits about holding each other in the morning when we wake up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, that heart-to-heart holding, you've heard us talk about this on the podcast many times. It's a really important time of the day. It's one of four. And when we do that, that skin-to-skin contact and we spend and invest the first 10, 15 minutes of our morning just holding each other, it changes my entire brain chemistry for the rest of the day. And there are mornings, especially lately, because we've had the people come to work on the deck or some other things going on that we're like, oh, we got to get up and we don't have time to to do that. And I can feel that all day. Oh, yeah. And it might just be that. I might just be like, I just feel off. I don't feel as connected to you. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as safe in the world. I don't feel, I feel more on edge. And it it's not because of anything anyone's done. It's just we didn't set our good brain chemistry for the day. It feels like you are in charge of the day and starting the day off versus the day is something that you have to catch up to. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I think that, that starting it with that frame of mind is is really important, especially together. You know, especially if you have, you know, you both have to go to work at different places. There's going to be a long period of time during the day you're not connecting with each other. Yeah, there's people, there's couples that one person gets up and leaves and the other person is still sleeping. They've never had any contact until maybe a text in the afternoon or something. 
So you think about that lack of connecting and that lack of time in that space, that's where that regression is going to really take place. You know, you're going to disconnect from each other. And so because you're disconnecting, you're going to revert back to some old patterns of communication, old patterns of connecting. And then that becomes the status quo again. You know, besides a lack of growth leading to regression, anything that is painful will also lead to regression. And you'll see this in children. Maybe there's a four-year-old, they're potty trained, and the family moves to a new home. Right. And suddenly this child's wetting the bed again, and it's like, what's going on? And they don't have language for it, but their their physical bodies are going, there's been a big change. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I can count on. And it regresses back. And if that's happening in your relationship, you for sure cannot ignore that. Well, yes. If your partner's wetting the bed, I think there's a very big problem <laughs> that's going on. <laughs> yes, massive regression. But, you know, we've been seeing that with our dog. Yeah. Right? She's mm -hmm. 14 and she's, you know, an older dog. And we have been really going through our house and cleaning and purging. And because of that, that massive change that is happening all around, she is regressing. Yeah, she's so anxious. She doesn't relax while we're cleaning. She follows us around, like, what's going on? Right. What are you guys doing? And, you know, she's got some cognitive issues because of her age. And so it's sort of like living with a puppy again, like some of the commands that she knew very well her whole life, she's having a really difficult time with now. Yeah. And that's just a normal way our brain works. It's a normal process of life. And so don't be afraid if your relationship has regressed. Mm. Yes. Right? It's but acknowledge it. Absolutely. Right? And you can't just, you know, put it on a shelf and not, you know, take notice and do something about it. Well, you can, but I promise you it won't get better. Well, that's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there are couples who live like that. They live very disconnected and very, um, what do we call that, parallel lives. Right. And they do get to avoid conflict, but they are also missing out on connection. That deep, loving connection that makes life exponentially more fulfilled, pleasurable, purposeful, connected, all of the above. You know, it, it may seem a little difficult right now for couples to focus on each other because there's so much going on in the world. There's so much going on in our lives, the shift and changes that are happening just all over the place. But this is the time. Mm -hmm. to really focus on connecting. This is the time to really strengthen your relationship together. Don't just go into survival mode. You know, there are a lot of couples that are great in survival mode. They're great team members and they work together and they fix problems. And the problem with that is that they get used to it. And so now they're going to create problems so that they can stay in survival mode. And they don't truly connect. Today is November 14th, 2020. 15th. November 15th, 2020. And if you're hearing this tomorrow when it airs, or if you're hearing this six months from now, or if you're hearing this a year and a half from now, this is it. You're listening to this because you're ready. You've been attracted to listen to this episode because you want to change 
what you have going on in your relationship. You want more and you want to feel better. And you can have more. Mm-hmm. You know, don't settle for nope. where you're at. You know, you're listening to this because you are seeking something different. And and that's why we are we do this podcast is to provide, you know, skills and perspectives for people out there that want something more. And the average length of time a couple waits from the time they want something more or feel there's an issue is six years. Six years. Yeah. Yeah, that's really sad. You know how much bad habits you can create in six years. Yeah. So, you know, I, I heard this cute little slogan that sort of rings in my head. It says, it could be one day or it could be day one. Oh, I like that. That's nice. So don't wait another day. Get working on it. There's tons of resources, whether you work with us or someone else. There's so many options out there, even reading a book or, you know, following the podcast. Yeah, it's kind of like if you start focusing on that and putting energy towards that change, you can't help it but really create something like that. You can't help it but create change in your life personally and also in your relationship as well. Creating an amazing life. That's what we help people do and that's what we want you to have. We really do want you to create the relationship you've always dreamed of. With the partner you fell in love with and hopefully... You will let Couple Synergy show you the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us today and for listening to Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. And don't forget to join us on Connections. Go to couplesynergy.com, find Connections, and join us every Tuesday night. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode... Please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. For all of you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. Also, if you want to uh, be considered as a guest on our podcast, email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as the Couples Weekend Intensive, our premier program called Couple to Couple, or our online community called Connections, look us up online at couplessynergy.com. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.